All right, you guys, grab your Bibles, grab a handout. We are <clears throat> starting a brand new series. Okay. Um, I'm super excited for this series. Today, we're just going to overview the book of Third John. We're going to overview what this series is going to look like. And then, um, so we'll have, we'll have 20 maybe minutes or so here, and then we'll break up into our small groups and uh, be able to work through some stuff just about getting started on, on hospitality. So let's just go to the Lord real quick. Father, would you guide us and lead us? Um, Lord, it's your word, and we are your people. God, by your spirit, would you work in our lives this morning? And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so hospitality series week number one. Welcome. If you look at the book of Third John, probably the first thing you're going to notice is it's a really short book. That's okay. We could. It'll probably still take us a year to get through it. Maybe I don't know. Hopefully not. But hospitality is the theme of this book. Okay, so hospitality is something that believers are called to. So if I don't have your attention yet um you guys are believers all right so then that phrase hospitality is something that believers are called to that should get our attention because that's us hospitality is something that we are called to we are to be given to hospitality that's what romans 12 13 says So we, we should have a, a slide with Romans 12, 13 there. There we go. Romans 12, 13 says, distributing to the necessity of saints given to hospitality. That particular passage of Romans is describing the true marks of a Christian. We were just told to present our bodies a living sacrifice. And this is how we're supposed to do that in Romans chapter 12, verse 13. And, uh, we're supposed to use hospitality one to another without grudging in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 9. Leaders are called to be lovers of hospitality in Titus chapter 1, verse 8. Okay, so we should probably figure out how to do that. If we're supposed to be hospitable, we should figure out what that means and then how to do it. Okay, so... The plan for this series is to actually get book, chapter, verse, so that we understand what God is talking about. But also, we want to get very practical. Probably my strong point as a, as a pastor and teacher is, is teaching with insight. But sometimes I just leave off the whole practical part. So everybody agrees, but nobody knows what to do. Oh, thank you. Okay. Okay. What we're going to do is we are going to not only do an expository go through through this book, so we'll know what the Bible says, but we will draw out from it principles of hospitality and then also then how to apply this. And we'll cover more on what exactly that's going to look like in just a minute. But if we look at this book, a couple things just as, as background, if you would, if you don't mind. 
you guys know about charity. We've been talking about that a little bit in 1 John and 2 John. So charity, also known as agape love, is the capstone of Christian virtue. So the capstone, like you're building a, a pillar maybe out of stones. And at the very top, you put that, you put that capstone on. The, it's the last one. You're done building when, when you get the capstone put on. Charity has been called the capstone of Christian virtue. In Colossians chapter 3, verse 14, we read, and above all these things, we've been in that passage, you remember, we've been putting off the old man, putting on the new man, kind of like building a pillar, like put built, okay? Above all that verse says, so it's, it's like the capstone. It's like, hey, when, you do, when you've got this down, you're done. Put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness, completion. Flip back a few books, a few pages probably, back to 2 Peter chapter 1 in your Bibles. In 2 Peter chapter 1, we see sort of a similar thing, like what we're supposed to grow into or build or add on to. Starting in verse 2, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord, according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that's called us to glory and virtue. You've been called to glory. You've been called to virtue. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that's in the world through lust. Okay, now here we go. We're going to start building upon our faith in verse 5. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue. Once you got virtue in place, add to your faith knowledge. Once you got knowledge in place, add temperance and then patience and then godliness and then brotherly kindness. And finally, to brotherly kindness, we add the capstone of Christian virtues, charity. All right, now why are we talking about charity? Well, because of this. Because hospitality, which is literally defined as loving strangers, but that's not, that's not what the word, like, that's what it literally means, but that's not its entire definition, is a valid form of charity. So charity is the capstone of Christian virtue. If you get charity down, you're in a good place with the Lord, okay? Hospitality is a valid form of charity. So if we can get hospitality figured out, it will equip us and enable us to do the thing that is highest in terms of the character of a Christian in God's eyes. Man, that motivates me. That gives, that helps envision me that if we can get this, if I can get this personally, I don't know I'm, a lot about hospitality, like, oh, you know, but if I can learn and then if we can work together, I know this, that when all the parts of the body are compacted and fitly joined by that, which every part supplieth, because maybe I can't cook, but maybe I can buy the, the meat. And maybe I can't do all the, the talking, but maybe I can provide the, 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 the house. You know what I'm saying? And then you can come and you, we can all work together. Man, I think, I think it's pretty exciting. We're going to be looking at that over the course of this study. 
understanding that hospitality is a valid form of charity and understanding what charity is in God's eyes makes, makes this course an incredible opportunity for us to do well simply by using what we already have to love others. I already have a house. I live in this world. And, 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 and having a house, I have to have that because I have a wife. Okay, so I have to have a house. I have to have a car because just practically, I mean, I don't have to have a car, but really practically for me to do what I do, I, it only makes sense that, well, why don't I just use my house? Why don't I just use my car charitably in terms of hospitality for the kingdom of God? That's, that's kind of what we're going to be talking about. So let's look at the book. Go back to uh, to Third John, an overview of the book. Third John is a letter written by the Apostle John about hospitality. We can outline the book by the three men who are the main characters in this letter. So first of all, in Third John, let's just read together verses one through eight. And what we're going to see is is the first guy here is Gaius, the elder unto the well beloved Gaius, whom I love in the truth. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. For I rejoiced greatly when the brethren came and testified of the truth that is in thee, even as thou walkest in the truth. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. Beloved, thou doest faithfully whatsoever thou doest to the brethren and to strangers, which have borne witness of thy charity before the church. Whom, talking about these people that came and gave report, if thou bring forth on their journey after a godly sort, thou shalt do well. Because that for his name's sake they went forth, taking nothing of the Gentiles. We, therefore, ought to receive such that we might be fellow helpers of the truth. This section of this book is an attaboy from the John the Apostle to Gaius for his charitable charitable hospitality and this epistle is written to Gaius our next character in this book is Diotrephes okay now have you ever been to a melodrama okay this is the villain when you hear Diotrephes there ought to be a boo hiss okay in verses 9 through 11, we read about him. He is the worst. He is anti-hospitable. So let's, let's read verses 9 through 11. Yep, oh, wrong. Uh, I wrote unto the church, but Diotrephes, okay, you guys missed your cue. Okay, in a melodrama, when the villain shows up or you hear his name, the crowd is like, it's like crowd participation. Everybody goes, boo, hiss. Okay, so let's try again. I wrote unto the church, but Diotrephes, boo. Yes, I love it. Okay, Diotrephes, who loved to have the preeminence among them, received us not. Wherefore, if I come, I will remember his deeds, which he doeth prating against us with malicious words and not content therewith, neither doth he himself receive the brethren and forbiddeth them that would and casts them out of the church. Beloved, follow not that which is evil, but that which is good. 
He that doeth good is of God, and he that doeth evil hath not seen God. There's the atrophies. Okay, we got a picture of a picture of him from history. Okay. Yeah. That's the guy right there. All right. And then finally, our last guy is Demetrius. We read about him in verses, he's, he's kind of referred to in 11 and 12. So let's look at both 11 and 12. Beloved, follow not that which is evil, but that which is good. He that doeth good is of God, and he that doeth evil hath not seen God. Demetrius hath a good report. So he'd be like, hooray, or whatever. Yeah, okay. He has a good report of all men and of the truth itself. And we also bear record. And you know that our record is true. So listen, we've got Gaius. We've got Diotrephes. And we've got Demetrius. Hey, right. So this is our outline for the book. Yeah. So you guys already know how to outline this book. It's just the three guys. Okay, so and then and then there is the closing remarks in verses 13 and 14. John says, I had many things to write, but I will not with ink and pen write unto thee. That sounds familiar, doesn't it? But I trust I shall shortly see thee, and we shall speak face to face. Peace be to thee. Our friends salute thee. Greet thy friends by name. And so John plans to visit his benediction of peace and then and then his greetings that's the entire book of third john the message that believers should be hospitable is clearly taught in this book through these three men as gaius is encouraged to follow after demetrius not after diotrephes whose motives are wrong so in our study we're going to have an expository we're going to go through this verse by verse with cross references and look at things such as christ likeness Okay, this is what motivates me, you guys. Just personally, it's not about performance. But you know what Christ did? He came to us. He was a traveling missionary from a throne of glory who came to a cradle in the dirt. Why? To invite us to his father's house, into the family of God, into the kingdom of God. If we can, through hospitality, further those who are doing the same thing, the missionaries who are out there, they're going forth for the name of Jesus. And if we can support the Howies, this is what Berna was referring to. Like, look, you guys don't know how encouraging it is to the Howies when people just come alongside them and support. Okay, I want to do that. I want to support the people who, like Christ, have left somewhere nice to go somewhere hard to win souls okay but then also you know what christ said he's like i'm going to prepare a place for you is that not hospitable that he would lower himself he's god in the flesh he came and he's the lord and you know what he's doing he's preparing a place for People like us. It's like, well, well, wait a minute, Jesus, you must not know me very well. He's like, no, no, no. You stay here. You do my father's business. I'm going to prepare a place for you. I'm going to come back and I'm going to take you to this home. I'm going to bring you in. It's hospitality. And if I can 
just be a little bit more like Christ and, and a little less like Chris, I will have increased fellowship with him through hospitality. And don't you know that our satisfaction is not found in the world? It's only found through our fellowship, through our relationship with him. And if we can deepen that fellowship through hospitality, guys, it's going to be a blessing to God. It's going to be for our good and for his glory. We're going to talk about supporting missions and missionaries. We're going to talk about hospitality as charity. We're going to talk about our free will and our choice to follow the flesh or the spirit. Just a little heads up, like Gaius could follow this way or he can follow this way. You have a free will. You can choose this or you can choose that. There's a picture there. We'll look at, and here's where it gets practical, general principles of hospitality and how to apply them practically in our lives. Okay, so there are just things that people who are hospitable and considerate and conscientious and aware socially, there's things they do that those of us who aren't thinking that way don't do. Welcoming and, and just practical things that we ought to be doing every day in our lives. We're going to look at those. We're going to look at corporate principles of hospitality and how to apply them practically in our fellowship. So how do we as a fellowship apply the things that we're learning? And then finally, household principles of hospitality and how to apply them practically in our homes. So starting in week four, Pastor Wagi worked in the hospitality industry for a lot of years. Okay, so obviously the hospitality industry is different than, than biblical hospitality, but there is also overlap and he has insights into how to make other people feel welcome how to make people feel loved how to prepare a place for that make sense so so we're going to starting on week four we're going to take the last five minutes of the message and he's going to teach us principles of hospitality either just in general like duh we all like why weren't we doing that already that's that's how it's going to come to me probably principles of hospitality for us as a class, and then also for us in our homes. And then we can work through like, okay, well, how, how should we apply this? What do you, what, what do you guys want to do with this? <clears throat> so having said all of that, we've got notebooks. Sam, you know, I think the Holy Spirit just keeps me in sync with Sam or something, but he said this morning, if you keep all of his Genesis notes through the which it's like too late because he's on 25 he's halfway through but if you had all that and you could keep all that like he'll give you LFBI credit like whatever you know so the I, I've got the same thing I've got notebooks okay so we have notebooks they're in that box right over there and I've got a little cover sheet you can slide in there that looks like our PowerPoint that, that looks like this I'll get that one thank you so you can have a notebook if you want. Now, the benefit to having a notebook is that we are going to do expository preaching. That's how we preach here at Midtown, so we don't miss anything. We're gonna, you'll have all of the notes with your notes written in there. So it's a personalized commentary on the book of 3 John. So you'll, you'll have that. You'll also end up with a reference book as, as Wagi teaches us the principles. We'll have those written down in, in order to look back at those. And then you'll also have a workbook 
as we work through the practical applications. So if you want a notebook, you can have one. If you want an electronic notebook, we can, we'll, we'll be making these available every week as you go and you can just download those. You could keep your notebook in the cupboards over here if you don't want to take it home and forget it all the time. So if you want to take it home and study it, and take, you, you can do that also. So as we go into our small group times, if you want a notebook, you just go get them. They're in that Sam's Club box down there. And uh, the cover sheet is there. Now, I know that you guys are doers of the word and not hearers only. So I left some of the work for you to do. I knew you'd be sad if I did all the work. So you got to put your cover sheet in yourself. You got to take the old cover sheet out and you got to throw away the notes that are in there because these are left over from the mission focus conference. So I knew you'd, you'd want, you know, to do some of the work and have some fellowship in that. So I left that for you. So anyway, with this, let's, I've got some questions for us. So as you discuss in your groups, try to have a host mindset. Try to look around the table and make sure that everybody at your table feels welcome. Okay. Loved and appreciated. And then you can just go through the questions that are there on, on the back of that. We'll be in small groups uh, for about 20 minutes or 20 minutes or so. And then um, we'll just close together. If there's something out of your small groups that you want to share, that'll be the time to do it. If you don't have things you want to share out of your small group, you know, that, that's fine too. But let's go ahead and, yes, Wuggy. Yeah, for that, remember to write your name on your notebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll no definitely. You want every week. Yeah. Yes, write your name on your notebooks so that um, we don't get them confused. So. All right, let's break up.